Welcome to another glorious episode of NGA Podcast. Woo! I'm doing my game like uh, radio DJ voice. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode. So, uh, how you doing then? Talk to me in your right. crazy top, brother. That's it. I know we're gonna have to paste a picture. So this top, Bare very colourful, coming off like. Uh, what's it called Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat coming off a lot of weed smoking or something man looks like <laughs> Chi Chong some, some um, well, my missus was in Mexico she bought this back um, for me as a gift a little something was from she, the uh, she trolling, bro? Central America <laughs> whoa you know what she actually got herself on as well so we got his and hers colourful tops oh that is super gay (laughs) (laughs) for a split second I thought you were going to say cute I was like nah you won't say that nah of course not bro that's fucking that's you under manners all day you're wearing it as well you're like yeah nah babe I love it I love it (laughs) meanwhile you've like had to put on some funky colour trainers just to to match just to match it out of peace look like I was doing it on purpose what's good what's good what's good Uh, yeah not much not much Um, I said the missus moved in I think yes. we got it out of the way last time. If you kicked her out already, is that what you did? After she got you this top? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prick. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, but yeah, that's going good. That's going good. So good. Was it, was it so far so good? That's yeah. it. Um, what else has been going on? That's it. Um, been obviously just working on a few other little projects. More information will be released soon. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, not much else. Just the usual. Just the usual. Know, I've got uh, I've got a few messages. People listen to the last episode. Okay, they were like, "Ooh, this is a good one, bro." Hey, I was like, you know, they're all good. You just you just not on the level. Shout out all the people who shouted us out. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's very nice you be guys. And again, like if you're listening to us, guys, and you're liking what you're listening to, and you're enjoying it, you know, share it. Share with your friends. Tell your friends about me. Tell your friends to tell a friend to tell a friend. That's it. And then, you know, we will take over the world one day. Yes. But yeah, um, oh, pardon me. Not much. I, I, do you know what, bruv? It feels like I was here recording with you yesterday. It does. Do you not feel like that a little bit? Yeah, it doesn't feel long. Mad. It doesn't feel long. But yeah, spending I'm, too much time together. Well, I ain't had a handy from you yet, so clearly not. <laughs> well, I'll but, go straight um, to the blowies. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm good, man. I was just trying to, I was just saying that uh, my, my kids. He's, he's two and a bit and he was still on the old uh, the old bottle the old baby bottle with the tea and I'd been telling my wife for ages like we need to get him off this thing like come on now he's, he's a grown man people think he's five six years old when they look at him <laughs> and he's still got a bottle in his cob it's not on we went for his like checkup like his progress checkup they're talking about like his balance coordination speech yeah. and stuff like that it was funny actually they showed him an incomplete picture of a man just to see whether or not he had the smarts to figure out what it is. He looked at it, pointed at it, and went, fighter. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what? I was like, daddy teaches martial arts. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then they were like, oh, you know, uh, you know, what about his bedtime routine now? You're taking dentist before yet or whatever. And then it obviously it came out. My wife was like, yeah, you know, actually he he has a bottle at night and stuff. And we think maybe that's why he's waking up because he's sucking on and just getting air and trapped wind and stuff. And she was like, are you still giving him the bottle? He's two and a half years old nearly. And I looked at the, the, the like care worker, whatever it was. And I was like, tell her. Yeah, go on go on fucking tell her give it to her because I've been trying that <laughs> exactly and then uh, my wife was like alright we'll, we'll try and ease him off it I was like hell no we don't do shit by easing anything we go all out or we don't go yeah. so literally that was that was it my, my son ain't touched the bottle since Okay, I ain't having it 
How's he getting on? No, not good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he misses. He misses that ball. <laughs> he misses it hard. He's tripping. He's like, I need to get him like a. What do you call it? a rebound drink? Right. No, no thing go to. So right now, like I've got this routine I do with him now. So at bedtime, I sit down with him. I read a story, and initially he wasn't even wanting to sip the the milk from the bottle. So I had to like convince him to do it slowly, slowly. We got there in the end. He's all right now. He's all right. He's um, he's just giving his mum shit every day, all day. But uh, I don't care because I'm I'm here, bruv. I'm chilling, and she's having to deal with it. So uh, <laughs> so I'm a nice guy. But other than that, man, it's all good. I've got a tournament coming up this weekend. Take some of my students, get some experience for them. Where's that? Derby, which oh, is uh, Derby's nice. actually a really nice part of hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out all Derby. That's it. You fucking miserable people <laughs> in your miserable town. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll probably go to Derby because I don't think I've ever like even walked around in Derby, so I can't really talk about it. Yeah. Just every time I've gone there, the weather's been like dank. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait, do you guys just live in like a snow dome of dank <laughs> just all the time? But uh, but yeah, so I got that coming up this weekend. Uh, yeah, that's 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 me, bro. But obviously, there's there's a lot going on in the world, and I thought we'd just have a little catch up. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. So. So the the first thing, which obviously I, I just showed you when we came in, was this story in the news about these let's let's call them gentlemen from the Lancashire Constabulary, uh, who had chased this young man. Uh, what was his name? Adil Ashraf. Um, he was walking in Accrington when a police car. Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Now give me some. <laughs> Get off! If you're too young to remember that advert, you're just too young. Um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, Feds pulled up next to him, and he he raised arms like I'm good, I'm good. As they came towards him, he lay down on the floor, and then Feds just jumped on him, started giving him a beating. Yeah, and I find like my thing is yeah, like they'll they'll say oh he was resisting, like they and they'll they'll have it on video of him curling up in a ball, moving, picking his hands up and stuff, and they go look, you can see there he's resisting. Well, if you if you punch me in the face, I'm gonna lift my hand up to try and protect my face. Exactly. So, I, what so, do I say on this, bro? What do I say? I feel like we, we when we police brutality and stuff, it's often associated with America. Yeah. Um, when we see it, reports of it and stuff like that. But it's quite common over here. Someone was telling me a story the other day I'm not saying it's levels of of that you know the same levels in um, in America but um, or should I say USA um, but it happens um, I've seen and been involved in of no close friends and family who have been in situations where where not only has it been violence involved from the police but or sorry less so violence but quite often the police deliberately try and antagonize to make someone react so they can therefore have an excuse too right, right, right. I i've it. experienced that myself personally i've seen it happen i've had it in man. several circumstances it. um yeah so while it's always shocking and sad to see um it's not surprising one thing i will say one thing i will say from my experience from my experience um you know when they say like 
oh, um, it's a few bad apples, it's not everyone. One difference between here and what I see happening in the, in the States, and, and that's just not through news, that's actually through me going there and knowing uh, uh, American uh, police officers and stuff, is over here, it does seem like it's, uh, there's, 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 there are, it is bad apples rather than a kind of culture of the force. Yep. Whereas in America, it's almost like a culture of the force. And then what happens to make it even worse is they all stand and protect each other. Hence that wall, the blue wall, the, 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 hence the phrase, the blue wall of silence. Like over here, correct me if I'm wrong, but they would, once the video was released, they were the ones who, yeah, yeah, they who actually... reported themselves for investigation. And that has actually happened several times. Don't get me wrong, not trying to defend it at all. Um, just trying to make a distinction where I did bring up the the the, the American the police of the uh, United States of America. Um, I do want to say I do personally feel there is a massive difference. I can be in this country for two whole weeks without going abroad. No, like <laughs> without like I can be in this country like several months, years, right? And by the end of that period of time, I would have had whatever skirmishes or contact with the police. Some will be fine. Skirmishes, be, bro. Not skirmishes. You know what I mean? Just contact with the police so you can hear stories. Scum, yeah, it's like, get just the fuck off. Run. Yeah. <laughs> Must have chat shit. I had to bag him. No. So, so and, and by the end of it, you know, there's and just what you see on the news and what you hear and things like that, you know, you, you, you might have a certain opinion about the police, but almost every time I go abroad and I see foreign police in action I'm like oh thank god for our police <laughs> our police are a bunch of pussies <laughs> yeah our police are a bunch of pussies everything under the got a little bit of understanding mate a little bit of reasoning and logic for the most oh, part dear. so so in all that is, that is generally how I feel a lot yeah. um, when I go abroad and I see a lot of other stuff happening in Europe in, in, in America in, in everywhere else so as I said while, while um, I've had to deal with the police um, uh, on personal like um, through tragic instance as well and um you know they they do some good work as well Fair so enough. i won't just try and sit here and slate them if anyone does want to look up the article it's in the independent uh the headline is police officers filmed punching and kicking suspect after he voluntarily lies on the ground during arrest and it was published on the 14th of jan um yeah it does also say uh the footage of the police officers punching and kicking burglary suspect after he voluntarily surrenders has prompted the force to refer itself to an independent watchdog you ain't getting that in America. No. They're not going to refer themselves. Yeah. That, do you know when that happens in America? It's what? like when it's too, too when blatant. When it's like and uh, then, a white lawyer. Yeah. And then it goes to court and it's like, oh, nah, they get off anyway. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Do There's some crazy laws over I was, there. There was, a, there was a video that went like mad viral. Like, I, I feel like m- most people on social media, even in the UK, saw it. Um, it was this uh, instance where a family was like, surrounded by cops at gunpoint and it was like get out of the fucking car I'm going to fill you with lead whatever yeah. they were like cussing her. and it is this one with the baby where the yeah she was like I can't put my hands up I'm holding my yeah, baby yeah and like, it, she was like the cop's like put your fucking hands up she's like I'm holding my baby yeah. I can't he's like I'm going to fill you with lead I was like oh shit it's, it's nuts and um, and it turned out what had happened the daughter had stole daughter was like three years yeah. old right she don't know what stealing is she had took a, like a little doll from a dollar store yeah. a dollar general so it's a dollar store dollar product maybe let's say it's like one of their expensive items it's, <laughs> it's two dollars uh, or even if it's a tenner right they've they've five six armed police officers yeah. and the people that were filming it were trying to de-escalate they're like calm down guys they're not armed yeah you know let's let's ease off on the 
threatening to fill people with lead. That's unnecessary. It's a Barbie doll. Yeah. Fucking hell. And this is the thing. I think I think um, more and more people, as people are being exposed to it, more and more people are sort of realising, more and more people are like, because this isn't new stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just stuff that now with the access to uh, a video camera on our phones and social media to get it out there, more people are being exposed to it. But this is the stuff, if anything, a lot of the rates are going down. You know, this isn't this isn't prime um, police brutality era. You know, that that's 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 hopefully I can say long gone and things will never get back to as bad as they were. But yeah, it's not it's not um, it's um, just we we we're just able to see it more, and it still happens far too much. Um, it's a, it's a horrible abuse of power. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I spoke about it before. I had a I had a copper pretty much square off to me. Yeah, and like told me I called him a C-U-N-T while he was driving around the corner in his van at high speed with the windows up and the sun in his face flipping out I was like I had my dog with me as well have I told you this before? Uh, I'm not sure I'll, I'll quick rinse it through just in case yeah. I have said it on the podcast before so I was walking my dog wearing bag- this is back in the day bro. I was wearing academics you remember yeah yeah jeans? <laughs> like, typical like mate I'll do rest of you if you wear academics <laughs> <laughs> it was sick no I had some I had loads that was sick there you go right <laughs> I was wearing like academics with some like Jordan style Tim. Like they were actually Jordans, but they're like style of Tim's. Yeah. I had no shirt on, bro. It was summer. <laughs> it was hot. I had my abs out, my no chest. And this was baggy jeans days, right? Bro, all day baggy jeans, right? So, um, so I'm walking my dog through the council estate that I live on, and I got at this. I have a big German Shepherd, right? You remember my mom, yeah, yeah. German Shepherd? Cop, cop, cop van is coming around the corner on my road, and he's pelting it, right? And as he's going around the corner, I keep eyes on him because I'm like, oh, they're going to raid someone. And at the time, my neighbour was dealing coke. So I thought they might be raiding my neighbour, right? Yeah. And uh, so I'm watching him go around the corner and then suddenly he slams his brakes on. So I turn again like, oh, what's going on? Who are they getting? Cop jumps out of the van, runs towards me and goes, fucking say that again. I was like, what? He goes, go and say it again. I was like, all right. So I just stayed silent. He's like, go on. I said, well, I didn't say nothing, so I'm going to say nothing again. But what were you doing? And he's like, you call me a, call me a cunt. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to say it. Yeah. And I was like, what? What are you, looking, what are you talking about, bro? Because you did. I heard you. I said, mate, you've got a diesel engine right <laughs> under your feet, and you're hammering it around the corner, and your window's up. And you heard me call you. A, are you serious? He goes, I, I read your lips. I was like, as you were hammering it around the corner, speeding, may I add, without your lights on. Right, you speed around the corner. The sun's directly behind me, which means it's pointing directly in your face. You're reading my lips while <laughs> concentrating on the road in a built-up residential area, right? So he must have thought like, "Shit, yeah. I fuck with the wrong white boy," <laughs> <laughs> right? And um, and he's like, "Cause I, I was cussing, yeah. I was like, fuck you, bruv." The moral of the story here is everyone who wears academics is not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have been through the academic procedure. <laughs> Um, just because you wear academics don't mean you ain't got academics <laughs> uh, so yeah so basically the, the, at the end of it he was threatening to arrest me regardless wow. of, of having done nothing and I, I pulled out the sickest line I was mate you're on your own on a rough council estate in an area that's known for being a rough area on your own and I have a dog and my dog is so well trained that when I tell him to sit and then my dog <laughs> sat down I goes, he will sit. And if I tell him to speak and my dog barks, I goes, imagine what happens if I say K I double L. 
<laughs> I was like, get the fuck away from me, bruv, unless you want me to take your badge number. He walked off as well. I was like, yes, bruv. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> so yeah, bruv, that, that, was, that was me, bruv. That was that's my, dope. that's one of my, and the thing is, I get like, when I chat to people, they're like, oh, you don't know about like police being dickheads. You're white. I'm like, really? Yeah. I don't think, don't get me wrong, bruv. I'm not going to sit here and go, no, black people don't have it back. Of course they fucking, especially yeah. I think more so, more so in the late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Then, then now, obviously, like yeah, the stop and search stuff yeah. has had a like. I think they should bring it back, yeah. but I think it, there there should be a lot of accountability for it. You can't just yeah. you can't just fucking like ninety percent of your stop and searches are young black guys. Yeah. Like you, there needs to be some accountability for it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, on the whole, I I generally think that most of the interactions I've had with the police aren't too bad. Yeah. But you do get some some assholes. I think the main thing is. If if I'm working in a kitchen and I'm burning the fish, mm. someone's gonna go, bruv, what are you doing, man? You're burning fish. Right, this is it. If you're a doctor and you're killing people, <laughs> <laughs> there might be an inquiry, <laughs> Harold Shipman. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> if you're a cop and you're punching a suspect who's like voluntarily surrendered in the face, surely one of your colleagues go, ease off, bruv. He's lying face down on the floor. What are you dashing him this for? This is it. It's that. It's that. Instead, they went, let's get him. <laughs> He's, let's fucking have it. And I don't know whether or not I don't. Obviously, this this young guy was like uh, Muslim background, maybe Pakistani or whatever. Um, I don't know whether or not they're banging him up just out of annoyance. There was a police chase beforehand. I don't know whether or not he actually committed the crime or whatever, but is what it is. Um, yeah. When someone's surrendering, like you, you, you can't, you can't uh, jump on them. Like that. Sprang out of order. Yeah. Hold the man down. But on the flip side, I've seen that some severe incompetence by the police when it comes to like subduing criminals. Yeah. Do you see there was one, this, uh, it was up north as well. They're like, <laughs> they're, they're... I just started picking this video. <laughs> I might have to try and find it and post it of this guy. He got pulled over and he must have said the wrong thing. And then the police tried to arrest him and he ran. And he's going, no, not today, not today. <laughs> he manages to run so far. The police stop running after him. He gets so far ahead of him. He jumps back in his car and manages to speed <laughs> off. <laughs> it's just when he's going no no not today not today not today <laughs> he's like I got a court appointment later yeah. I can't be late <laughs> but no there was an incident there was, um, there was a police chase they managed to stop the guy uh, there was two guys in the car one of them got dragged out the other one was a big dude and the police were trying to subdue him and in the process of trying to subdue him because they're fucking incompetent he managed to jump in one of the police cars. Oh, shit. He jumped in the police car. As he reversed back, I think he ran over one of the coppers and he hit oh, another one and he just sped off. And they lost him like on in the cars, but luckily they had a helicopter above yeah. and that tracked him. He parked up the police car, ran through this restaurant, took his jacket off and just started walking up down the street as if <laughs> nothing happened. But they, they were following him above in the yeah, helicopter. Yeah. He didn't realise. Next thing you know, armed police pull it, like eventually they get him. Yeah. But I, I was like... How can you... Like, you've got him there. Yeah. If there's two... Don't get me wrong, bruv. He's a big motherfucker. That guy did not skip a meal, right? <laughs> he must have been like 6'2", 6'3", yeah. Asian dude, and he must have weighed like 150, 160 kilos. He's a big boy, yeah. right? That's like 22 stone or something, 23 stone, like big boy. But I'm telling you, if, if a guy like that, if I'm dragging him... If I have to drag him out of the car, yeah. my arms are locked around his fucking neck, Yeah. right? You cannot fight me if you can't breathe. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 
and I'm I'll, I'll and, the, and there's certain holes they're allowed to do and there's certain holes they're not allowed to do isn't it it's all to do with training yeah, and stuff yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I mean sometimes I'm not going to lie like sometimes I look at this stuff and I'm like I'll that little bitch it. making me run he has gone get some <laughs> but at the end of the day that's obviously all joking aside you have to be professional do you know yeah. what I mean to be honest bro, um, I, you I can't be, be I know no I no don't get me wrong like, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying like I can't I see certain situations but that should be the difference. That should be constantly yeah. trained into you. That if, should be constantly, you need to like act a, a certain way. If I walk into like a domestic violence or something, mm. whatever, I'm kicking the fuck out of someone. Yeah. I'm losing my yeah. job. That's it. Like you can't, you imagine like you walk into a house, you go, oh, we've got a call. Yeah. You have to investigate. You see some woman, she's been smashed up and her husband's going, everything's right, officer. Don't worry yeah. about it. My wife's got nothing to say. Obviously the laws have changed as well recently where you, like if cops see something like that, they have to arrest him. Yeah. But I'm like, just step into your living room, sir. We're going to ask you a few questions. <laughs> and then I'll smash the fuck out of him. Yeah. So <laughs> and I I'll tell his wife straight, you guys I, got into a scuffle. You got him a couple of times good, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I actually I actually got a friend who um, was in a si- situation, not exactly the same, but a situation where like a human, the average human would struggle to keep their temper and then things they said was heard over the radio and ended up losing their job or getting seriously reprimanded. Um, I think they did lose their job actually. Um, but again, that goes back to, to what I was saying, that that was self, uh, what do you call it, like self-policing almost, like they heard something wasn't to code yeah, yeah, yeah. and they reacted and they um, mm. uh, gave a, uh, a punishment, so yeah. to speak. There is, some, there is some fucked up rules though, like uh, there was a time where, not to go too much into it, but basically my mum called the police on my dad as you do mm-hmm. and she's, she told the cops that he was like trying to beat the shit out of her as you do there was no violence on that particular evening so <laughs> dad was having a day off too man <laughs> dad was tired <laughs> he needed to rest <laughs> oh fucking hell oh sorry <laughs> he was moisturising his knuckles <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, dear. Uh, so what had happened, they got into an argument. He got proper pissed off, but he didn't want to hit her. (laughs) So instead, he kicked the door, put his foot through the door. Like, this is an internal door. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he put his foot through it. And uh, the cops turn up. And my mum's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he hit me, innit? My mum had had a few drinks, whatever. She's like, fuck it, I'll tell him whatever. Uh, she's she's like yeah yeah he hit me he was trying to beat the shit out of me whatever he's he's dangerous you got to get rid of him so, right so the cops they're like looking at my dad and I I was there I witnessed everything I said listen my mum's drunk she's actually provoking a lot of this stuff tonight and he's actually not done anything and she's gone look he even smashed the door right you can't believe my son right he's on the dad's side <laughs> most of the time I was on my mum's side right obviously it's like she's pretty defenceless again my dad's a big yeah. dude whatever but he hadn't actually done anything so I was like do you know what fuck it like what's right is right anyway um so uh <clears throat> I'm just reading these these whatsapp messages from my wife saying that she can't handle my son and then I'm just ignoring them so <laughs> so so then the cops ended up arresting my dad for criminal damage because we were living in a council property oh shit and they were like, we like they were, at this time there was the those domestic violence laws weren't in place, and even if they were, there was my mum hadn't been hit. There were witnesses yeah. that said my mum hadn't been hit. Yeah. They they wouldn't have been, but they were like, 
they're like, no, no, we, we need we need to take him out of the house regardless. I was like, no, you don't. Like the right thing to do would be to take my mum out of the house because after you take my dad out, my mum's going to start screaming at me because she's drunk. So yeah, really, okay. if you take her, she'll sober up. We'll all get a good night's sleep. <laughs> they were like, we have to take your dad. So at, th- at this point, my dad had been like chatting to the cops, like, cool. He's like, listen, officers, like, I've got nutish, whatever, like, you know, be honest with you, this is what happened. Yeah. From they're talking to him, cash, but cash, no issues. All of a sudden, three cops, walk, like additional cops, walk through the door and they bundle my dad. <laughs> they just rush him. They're like, "Fuck, get him!" Because he's cause he's not a little guy. Yeah, he he's not big. He's, he wasn't that big either. He's yeah. like six foot. I think he's six foot on the on the nose. Yeah, yeah. He had a little bit of muscle about him, but they just bum rushed my dad straight. They weren't giving him a, a chance to even think about fighting. My dad was like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> he didn't okay, even resist. Yeah. but. Yeah, there was some, there was some madness. There was some madness going on the police force, man. And my dad was just tired. Eh? He couldn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had come yesterday. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! So yeah. Oh, that's mad. Yeah. Um, I think we could do a whole episode about about police about, and stuff, but about fucked up shit. But anyway, let's um, move on. Yeah. yeah. So, the, do you know? Actually, we didn't mention this beforehand, but Iran. Yeah, that's a big thing, brother. I can't believe I didn't even think to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Iran. So, um, it's so fucked up, bro. So stages, right? So the the big news stages are Donald Trump kills the what is it? Second most powerful dude. Do you know, do you know what? Because I know it started that. before that. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I'm just talking about the it's, big. So yeah. this has been going on for years, years, years. Yeah, right? yeah, but the yeah. most recent thing was that there was a US contractor out there. Yeah. That got killed. Yeah. And that this was retaliation. But obviously it's not retaliation. Because if a US contractor gets killed, you don't then kill a, a general in the yeah. national army. So, from my understanding, Iran didn't directly kill that US contractor. They supplied missiles. Sorry, they supplied weapons to a terrorist group who did, um, who did end up being responsible for this guy's death and several other people being injured. Okay. Um, the mad thing about it is what they were accusing this guy of doing which to tell the truth I hadn't heard about this guy before this all happened right Yeah. but everyone's coming out of the same story so I have no reason at this point to disbelieve it um, everything they accuse him of sounds like what the CIA and our intelligence forces do when we're supplying weapons to um, to terrorist groups yeah or fuck that bro even just I know even just to countries like Saudi yeah. and Israel, who then go and bomb the fuck out of Kashmir. Yeah. Yeah, like, Kashmir are not in a position to do yeah. fuck all yeah. to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And yet, we'll supply them weapons for them to go on the killing spree. I don't... Yemen. Yemen, sorry, not yeah, Kashmir. Yeah, Kashmir, yeah. there's some other shit going yeah. on. Kashmir's a, another drama altogether. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it does... So, this guy... He actually helped get rid of ISIS. He worked That's with right, yeah. America, yeah. which I've got issues with. So my thing is, whenever anyone goes, yeah, yeah, you know, we need to get rid of him. I've got, okay, let me give you two people or two instances that, that you need to then think about what you're saying before you're saying it in terms of where we're getting their information from. And number one is Libya and Gaddafi, right? Yeah. That's my first one. It's Libya, Gaddafi, right? So... For anyone who's not familiar, Libya is an oil-rich country who have um, the the like 
the quality of life in Libya was actually quite good. There's free education. It was actually a crime to be a, to be homeless. Like you'd automatically be given a home by the state if you couldn't live anywhere. Like they they made sure everyone was homed. Okay. Don't get me wrong. There's there's issues in terms of how we would perceive the culture in that country as a Western culture, as obviously it's uh, under Sharia law, it being a Muslim country, right? Yeah. Okay. But bear in mind, a lot of Muslims living in Muslim countries don't mind living under Islamic law. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's the law of your religion. Yeah. So that's there's although we might not like it, they don't have a problem with it. Okay. <clears throat> so what happened? Like a little bit of this is mm, kind of bordering on conspiracy shit, right? Because Gaddafi went to this council meeting of like all the heads of state of Africa and said, listen, we are all super crazy oil rich countries. Mm. And yet we're all bowing down to America because we have to buy and sell in dollars. Yeah. Why don't we switch to a currency that's actually like a proper currency, gold, right? Like all we we'll all have one currency for Africa and all the coins will be gold coins. Like actual weight of gold. That way, even if there's a crisis in your particular country, your coins are gold, and gold has an international value. Okay. Pretty fucking smart thinking by Gaddafi, in my opinion. America were like, excuse me, motherfucker? No, 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 no. Don't go getting ideas above your station, son. Now, up until this point, America and Libya, they'd got along. Right. There was, there was no real, real, don't get me wrong, they weren't fucking best buddies, mm. but, you know, they were amicable. Yeah. Like me and you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so America then started chatting to, to Libya about you know y- you need to make sure you get rid of all your nuclear weapons you know w- yeah we don't like this you don't need it we, we're gonna start putting sanctions on you if you don't get rid of your, your nuclear weapons and all this stuff right at which point Libya's like alright we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of our we'll de-escalate our nuclear weapons program all this other stuff right cut to America starts arming all the rebels that are going against Gaddafi, the extremists in the country. And then we're faced with a situation where Libya it has become a failed state. There's actually a video online of Gaddafi getting penetrated with a blade. Like That's how he got killed. Right? Right. In a public square, they put a knife inside him from the, in his back off. Shit. Uh, well, more than shit, bruv. So yeah, and, and all laughs and jokes aside, you can actually now also watch videos on YouTube of people being sold off as slaves in Libya. Yeah, current, that's, current that's, times. that's and, uh, crazy. And videos, Hillary Clinton going, Gaddafi, we came, we saw, he died. <laughs> With her little evil cackle. So that's, that's one issue. And then the, the next example that I give people when they start going, well, you know, our government's done its research and they say that these countries are a threat to our freedom and our liberty, so we have to go to war, is... Fuck all that. What happened with uh, the weapons of mass der- destruction that was supposed to be there in Iraq? We went over and killed fucking thousands of civilians, lost hundreds of, of you know British personnel and American personnel for the sake of weapons that we insisted we had intelligence. Yeah. We knew exactly where they are. Fucking Iraq went, listen, we don't have these weapons of mass destruction. If you want, send send who you want. Send whoever. We open everything. You have a look. My friend, look everywhere. Look, <laughs> check the basement. Check the loft. Check every house in which. Check whatever. I promise you, I have nothing here, my friend. Okay, you just have a look. You tell me when you're done. I let you go. And they they look around. They find fuck all, and they go, "Listen, guys, we found fuck all." But. But we're sure that there's someone. <laughs> so how about this? 
how about we spend a trillion pounds <laughs> right <laughs> bring our country to its knees financially <laughs> and kill a ton of innocent people like yeah. realistically my issue with this this whole thing is right okay we not even we bruv America lost a contractor first of all why do you have a contractor working in Iraq oh yeah. because of a war that you shouldn't have started alright cool 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 yeah. contractor shouldn't have died <laughs> fine so your your solution is to then you know shoot down or shoot shoot down fucking tactically assassinate a general of an army who and this general is revered by his people yeah. because he fucking got rid of ISIS or helped yeah. get rid of ISIS and not only that he wasn't on his own bruv he was with a load of Iraqi generals as well yeah so you you assassinate a ton of military personnel, including with Iraq, who because of your war, you now have like a relationship with their with their military where America are supposed to tell Iraq if they're gonna if if and where they're gonna fire missiles and yeah. stuff, right? Where they're gonna have military attacks. Yeah. Which obviously they didn't, because they weren't gonna say, listen, bro, mm. we're gonna kill about fifteen of your generals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna just just one PM, right, when their car pulls up outside <laughs> the embassy, we're, gonna, we're just gonna, you know, blow them the fuck up. And also, no snitching and then and then what I've seen a lot even online like social media people going well you know they, they put uh, the, the US embassy in Iraq they, they put it under siege you know they, they fucking attacked it I'm like they? who's they? there were civilian protests outside and yes there were some like local militia groups that got involved no one was armed no one got shot no one got killed the, the people everyone left the embassy didn't even get breached Yeah. there was no breach how can you siege an embassy without even getting through the front gate? Yeah, true. That is called a protest. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And we and and you see people online going, no, 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 they're fucking dangerous, bruv. Like, I'm just, I get bare frustrated, man. I'm like, fuck all this. We're going to go to... This we is are, decades... And we're going to go to war. ...of propaganda. See, I don't think we're going to go to war. Maybe I'm being optimistic. We're going to war, bruv. But Unless, the only thing that's going to stop us from going to war is, is two words. Yeah. Russia, China. Yeah. Because they are in the cahoots with Iran. Yeah. In fact, one of the reasons why the the that woman, the CFO of Huawei, is on in house arrest in Canada is because she was negotiating to do trade deals with Iran, even though they were under sanctions from the US. Okay. So, okay. so she wasn't actually arrested uh, for Canada. She was arrested for America, like um, Canada holding her for America, basically. Um, but yeah, there's... Here's why I think we're going to go war. Okay. So there was the uh, the the nuclear weapons program, right? The 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 nuclear deal. The deal, yeah. Okay, and this was a deal that was proposed by America. Yeah. Right. And Iran said, "All right, let's try and work to make this deal happen." And then Donald Trump comes in and goes, "Now nah, fuck that deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> that deal is shit. <laughs> we don't just want you to to get rid of your nukes and stuff." We want your oil too, <laughs> but we can't write that in in a in a deal. So what we have to do is cripple your economy. Yeah. So apparently, inflation, according to the United Nations, is at around forty percent. What in uh, Iran? In Iran, okay, that's a big figure, bruv. That is. Well, I think our national inflation currently is it's, it's like five six percent tops. Don't, don't think, think it's much. Two three. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I haven't paid it like close that's enough attention to the numbers or the yeah. reports in the last couple of years. Uh, so yeah it's probably less but anyway according to a professor at I think I can't remember he's like one of the most like re- highest level professors in America he reckons it's closer to like 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 100% 
Wow. Something stupid. Yeah. Right? So so inflation's a, a mother brother right now, yeah? Now bearing in mind when someone says economic sanctions, that sounds like a, a political movement, doesn't it? Like we've just taken this political action against these people yeah. to put sanctions on them. It doesn't sound like an act of war at all, does it? But you're killing people when you do this. And they did it in South America. What was the country? Not uh, Venezuela. 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 Do you know Venezuela's got one of the biggest oil reserves in the world? And freshwater reserves. Surprise, surprise. Right. So, in Venezuela, people with diabetes dropping like flies. Dead, 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 dead. Because they buy their insulin from America. And America says, fuck you. You can't buy insulin from us no more. Oh, shit. So, Venezuelans are dying from diabetes because they can't get insulin. Shit. Women in Venezuela, Venezuela are getting sick and some of them even apparently accounts of people getting dying because they've got infections so bad through lack of sanitary towels and lack of sanitary products because they import that stuff from America and now they're all run out. It's fucked up over there. That is, if, you're, if you're putting sanctions on people where they can't buy food, obviously resulting in potentially starving to death, that's it, you fucked. And if like... If you want an example of this, I'm gonna give you this 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 one to this is one to watch at home, if you've got time and the inclination. There's a documentary come out recently. I think it came out in September. It's called For Summer. Okay. If you've heard of it. No. It's it's all in Arabic, so you have got to watch the subtitles. Obviously, okay. I speak Arabic. Okay, so for me it's okay. <laughs> I can understand everything. I listen and pay attention. I spent four years studying in Aleppo. Okay, no problem. But for you, you kafir, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So I had to pay attention to that bit, bro. I was reading subs like intricately. Yeah. Bro, one of, mm, yeah, it's probably one of the hardest hitting documentaries I've ever seen in my life, bro. Like, What's that about? It's, it's about what happened in Aleppo when Syria was like under siege. Shit. Uh, like it was basically, I, I don't, don't want to mm. ruin it for anyone. If, if you've got, the, it's like 90 minutes long okay. and it's all subs, right? But, it will fucking touch you in like to your heart Michael Jackson style nah 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 bro I can't even joke about it normally I crack jokes on everything yeah it's that bad I've seen some shit right in my life I don't cry at fuck all I didn't cry at this I ain't gonna lie yeah I'm not gonna I I wish like part of me wishes I could have like fucking shed a tear bro some of the stuff I saw on that video is basically this woman decided after Aleppo was under siege and it was fucking getting bombed and whatnot, she was her and her husband her husband was like one of the last doctors left in Aleppo and they're like setting up a hospital 600, 700 people coming in every day and she's filming all of it you see some fucking horrific stuff bruv shit I can't like prepare yourself yeah. to be really fucking sad Wait, how can you watch this? Uh, it's on all four catch up and actually if you live in Central it's, it's actually showing at a couple of cinemas okay um so yeah, it's, it was on like uh, King's Cross and stuff yesterday. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking probably once um, once the US propose their new sanctions, which yeah. are going to be sh- so stupid that no one's going to agree to them. They're going to go, sorry guys, we've got no choice. We're going to go. We've got to go to war. Which mm. will tie in quite nice with Trump not getting no. His his um, impeachment impeachment because you know you've had to declare an emergency. So yeah. Mm. But yeah, anyway. It's tragic, man. It's it's fucking messed up, bro. Yeah. And like I said, like if if you ever think yeah 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 you know it's the right thing to do, 
just watch that fucking documentary okay. man. burn a hole in your heart it's deep but yeah moving on from Iran other current events current events what's going, um, on? What's going on with my man Harry oh it's interesting um The British media are off key to a lot of celebrities. I think the likes of Pierce Morgan is really being off key to them to a point where it's just brilliant. It's just nasty. Like, no one can like someone like that. Um, the British public, a lot of them from comments and stuff I've seen, like, have just been. And there was a poll that I think it was like around half were in favour of, like, basically were unhappy with them. I think it's just all out of hand. I think people just. Like, this is how I feel about it, right? Prince Harry and Prince uh, and, and Meghan. So Harry and Meghan, mm-hmm. if they had just carried on, like had stepped back but hadn't told us and we just didn't see them as much, like, who would care? Like, no one would say anything, right? So, I mean, you think, in the last year they've been to Africa, they spent loads of time in Africa, they spent loads of time in Canada. Yeah. They've done loads of their royal duties. Like, that's their life, right? Mm-hmm. If they had carried on doing that, because it's essentially the work they're going to do, but they're going to be doing doing less of it under the royal banner, mm-hmm. no one would have really said I don't think people would have said much. I don't think they're doing the same work, bruv. I'll tell you why. No, but it's going to be... It, like, no. So what I'm saying is, like, I don't know all the same thing, but I know that they're travelling here, they're travelling there, they're travelling here. Apparently, they're going to split their time 50-50, Canada yeah. and UK, right? yeah. Here's the thing. The, the the one thing that made me go, oh, that's a bit interesting, was the uh, there was a, a party or something and Megan was talking to Beyonce and Jay-Z, right? Oh, yeah, I saw that. As yeah. you do. Yeah. Harry's chatting to the, the CEO. Bob Iger. Yeah. yeah. He's the, what, CEO of C- Disney? CEO of Disney, yeah. Right. And he's like, you know, Megan does voiceovers. Yeah. <laughs> this That guy, Iger's like, oh, is, does she? I didn't know. Yeah. He goes, yeah, she'd be really interested. Yeah, he's like touting her out for work. Yeah, so which is don't get me wrong, bruv. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, right? Yeah, that's fine. Obviously, I'm I'm assuming mm. when she and Harry went to the Queen and said, "Let's hook up, let's let's make this thing legit." Yeah, the Queen probably sat down and said, "Right, guys, you need to just just get your head around this concept." Yeah, being a member of the royal family is its own full time job. It's its own full time obligation. You are senior royal. Yeah. Is your job to like represent the royal family and with that comes a ton of responsibilities yeah because you just being there adds a sense of occasion to anywhere you are can i just say one quick thing go on so from before christmas yeah guess who had a job doing voiceovers for disney go on Meghan markle oh there you go and props to her for it but carry on <laughs> so so here's the thing, yeah. She's a uh, so I'm sure I'm sure the Queen said, look, if you want to do this, guys, just obviously you need to be prepared. You know what life was like for your mum, because she was always out doing charitable work, whatever. That was like her life, right? Right. And then you see what's like life is like for William and Kate, because they're doing all that shit as well. That's that's their life. Mm. This is gonna be your life. Pardon me. I obviously I don't know the dynamic of the relationship. I don't know who wears the trousers in the in the in the thing. What's going on? But. I, I don't know how it is that you know it's been a couple of years yeah and now they're like right let's let's just step out but I think that's the thing and, and they've made it so fucking public like if you no, want to step out I, step out no 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 but this is the thing this is the thing it was leaked 
that they were going to do that. Okay. So they just came up with an announcement. But if you actually follow the timeline, they've never been okay. Before they were married, way before, when it was just speculation, you remember Prince Harry released a statement saying, you lot are being racist, you lot are being sexist, you lot are being this, you lot are being that. There's been more things said, they got married, everyone was kind of happy, like the, the whole celebration of that seemed to be positive. And it's just been more of the same, more of this, the kind of attacks on her, when I kind of look at it kind of the other way around, as, as in before she was part of the real family, she was a certain type of person. Now, for her to have any kind of integrity, some of that has to remain. So if she's pro-helping women, um, if she's pro-diversity, if she's pro-feminist, she can't go and join a establishment like the royal family and just all of a sudden forget about it. So I don't think anyone expected, and these were the things people were talking about. People were saying, oh, she's gonna, you know, she's gonna modernize the royal family and she's gonna do all of this and she's gonna do all of that and she's gonna make it more, you know. And I think, so kind of the 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 the, the jobs and the things she's, they've been doing, for me, it's kind of expected. It's, it's what I expected, having known about her and followed some of her work before, um, before she was in, involved with Harry. So, for, I, I don't know, I just feel like for anyone to think differently. All right. Um, let me just, let me just, let me just ask. Let's say, mm. let's say, you're Harry, Mrs. is Meghan. Mm. You guys are having a chat about the way things are going and what you want for your future. Yeah. You say, do you know what? All right, let's switch it up. Allow this royal bureaucracy. But he's also this. always said he wants he doesn't want that lifestyle. Yeah, that, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. Okay, I'm not okay. Go good. You obviously haven't been a royal for your fucking entire life. Yeah. Know what the deal is, yeah? Yeah. You can't say shit to anyone. Now, bearing in mind, she had all this stuff going on with her dad before she even got married. Yeah. Where she knows you can't say shit to anyone. Yeah. Who who spoke? Where did this leak come from? Someone must have said something. Which leak? About them leaving. About them leaving. Yeah, so so there's two, so there's two, there's two, there's two things. So it was discussed. So there was discussions about it, and basically, the 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 fault has lied to two people. There's people saying um, it was the members of the like the house's staff, yeah, or camp uh, William, essentially Team Williams people, and their Team Williams people or the house staff are saying it was Megan's American PR company. But someone leaked it to The Sun and The Sun leaked it saying they're um, allegedly going to do this and then the next day they did because okay. they were, yeah. Okay. You've obviously been following it closer than me. Yeah. I'll go back though. You and your missus having this conversation, right? Now obviously mum's not around. Mm-hmm. Dad's about, but let's be honest, Prince Charles, he's, he's an absent father, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The grandmother is the head of the house. He's got his yeah. new bit on the side now, isn't he? Well, he's off with Candice. <laughs> <laughs> or Camilla, as we like to call yeah, it, yeah. right? So, yeah, so so he's like, right, I need to go chat to, chat to grandma, yeah? Fine. AKA Queen B. So, if it was you, mm. knowing what the world is like, of yeah. everyone trying to chat shit about you and your family, yeah. would you talk to anyone other than your grandmother? So this has been, again... I'm just as, asking for you, bruv, just you. For me. If it was you. No. Right. So part of the thing has been that... And there we have it. This has been an ongoing thing. It's been ongoing. Yeah, it's been... But it, he's but, spoken to all of these people of before. Course, of course. But his, if I was Harry, bruv. Yeah. If I was Harry, mm. 
I'll go right. Let me just go chat to Lizzie. Nana Liz. I go, Nana Liz, listen, I know we spoke about this before, yeah? This is not a conversation anymore. I'm just letting you know. I'm out. Now, out of respect for you and the family, you tell me how you're going to deal with this. Apparently gave him 10 minutes notice. But I'm telling <laughs> you... Yeah. ...that you got a month max before... If nothing's been done, I'll, I'll just tell the press that I'm out. Yeah. So I'll give you a month, obviously, to deal how you're gonna how you're gonna do this, how you're gonna announce it, how you wanna manage it. Mm. If you if you want, shit, I'll give you six months to like ease me out of this role. That's cool. I can I can give you that. Mm. But then I'm out. We don't need to talk to no one else. Make sure there's no other fucking servants in the room. Yeah. I wanna have this conversation with my nana, right? But now nana knows. Right, Nana Liz, she's up to date. She's on the knowledge. I don't need to chat to anyone else. I'll go back this to Megan. I said, babe, just one thing you need to do. She's like, what's that, babe? You need to shut the fuck up, yeah? <laughs> don't go chatting to your dads, right? Blabbermouth dickhead. This <laughs> right? is the problem now. Don't go chat to your PR company. Yeah. Right? Don't go chatting to that dickhead at, at Disney trying to get, get work now. <laughs> just give me... A, just stick to the but plan, this is the, this is the problem, isn't it? The queen don't do much by herself. So the Queen has to talk to however many people and that's where a lot of the issues right. have been. But not really, not, not for him, to, not for her to just go, okay, let me just, because ultimately, I've, I've even seen some documentary, the Queen manages the schedule for like, she manages the budget. Yeah, herself, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think she's all that. I'm not a big fan of the Queen. No, no, but she, I ain't chatting. She, I've, I've literally. There's so many people, there's a lot of senior um, There's bare people, bro. There's bare people involved. Workers, but, do you know, like, if you want to use a helicopter, yeah. she okays it or not. Okay. That's still on her. She's like, nah, nah, nah. Can't use a chopper, mate. You can't use it. You don't need to. Come on now. You're coming from fucking Birmingham. Okay. Right? That's it. You, yeah. you you can sit on the M40 in traffic like everyone else. <laughs> prick. And if you think about it, that, like, people go, oh, you know, they're rinsing the uh, taxpayers' money. Really? Like, do you see them driving the most lavish of cars? Mostly, they drive Land Rovers and Volvos yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But then... If if I was Harry, I'd be like, mate, I'm a prince. I want a Rari, nothing else. <laughs> Give me a four five eight entry level. That's all I'm taking. Nothing yeah. else. Don't fob me off with no Maserati, bruv. Right? <laughs> Don't give me no Aston Martin breaking down all the time. I want a Rari or give me a Lambo. Right? Yeah. That's it. I'm a prince. I need to get away from these paparazzi, bruv. Look what happened to my mum. Yeah. Right? I can't be in those slow ass car. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> I felt it hit me after I said it. <laughs> oh, dear. oh shit! Oh dear! Yeah, I for me, it's one of those things. It's like, it's one of them for me. Ultimately, I feel like us, people, everyone on their day to day, it don't really affect care. you. Yeah. So, but people, people have become so, like, have 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 uh, become so invested in it because they already don't like Megan and. For whatever what reason, I don't know what people's like. I really don't know. But having said know. that, no one liked Diana when she first came in either. It, to tell the truth, even Kate, um, people was oh she's she's this and she, she's you know. Up this, that, does but it. she's kind of very much conformed now. Like when you see her now, she's just like, do you know what I mean? She's super conformed to it all. She does a plays her quote role. unquote role very well, you know. But I could just never see Meghan doing that, and she doesn't have to. She's not married to the future king. Yeah, it's true. So. True. You know, this is the guy who's flipping been in trouble for playing strip poker in Vegas, dressing up as a Nazi. Like, 
And man, on his wedding day, when he was walking up with his brother through Windsor, it was on TV. If you saw how William was walking, and then you saw how Harry was, Harry was walking like a pimp. Harry was walking like <laughs> he had grown up in flipping Streatham. That strut, like, I would have moved, I was like, shit, if he walked up to me, if Harry walked up to me, not, if, uh, how William was walking, I'd be like, dude, where the fuck are you think you're going past? <laughs> but Harry, I would have moved straight out the way. <laughs> like, I feel like was, when- when Stepping he, like a gangster. I feel like when he walked into the, the the church, he wanted to have that. You know that song by Swiss Beats. It's me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Trust like me. strolling. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Oh. But um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, who gives a shit if they're going to do less royal engagements? This is this is what I mean. This is what I mean. If they didn't, could he do like, two a year? Probably. People, I don't think people would have known. Known. Yeah, they could just literally. Let's be real. Yeah, you're still a royal, member of the royals. You still, it's still going to cost money because you do have to have protection. Yeah. Maybe just to, just to, you know, give a little bit back. Say, all right, I'll do two royal engagements. Yeah. Fuck it, fuck it, one a quarter. Yeah. It's not. It's it's half a day, once a quarter. And you can manage that. Come on now. Choose what you're going to do it for. Yeah. Because the thing is, because they're still they're still royals, right? Mm. Doesn't matter. They say, oh, we're we're stepping down as senior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still the fucking prince of England. Yeah. Right. So you're still going to have people going. So Harry, uh, do you by any chance have any contact with the director of BP? And Harry would be like, uh, "Yes, you mean you mean Charles? Uh, Charles, <laughs> I I think I met Charles at a dinner function. In fact, let me just check on my my Instagram. Yes, yes, <laughs> he follows me. <laughs> uh, you know, do you know, like he still has influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah he definitely. can still get shit done. Yeah, he course, can still make connects. And let's be real, if you want to make money at that level, it's about connects. Yeah. Yeah. And if you and if you got connected, you're doing things. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's and, def- he can definitely make. Better and that's day. the thing. He's he's in a po- position of influence because being a royal. Yeah. Right. So, just just a quarter. Once a quarter, bruv. Go open a hospital. Once I, see, a quarter, I don't think I don't think I don't think he's ever had issues with doing the doing engagement. those things. No, I think it's more to be to do with. The press, yeah, how he's been treated, how how it's come across as like how they've been accepted within the family, and just wanting to do his own thing. But I mean, from a from a member of the public, like it just don't bother me. Like it has no bearing on my day to day life in the slightest. I'm not. I'm and the mad thing is, this is what I was going to say. Sorry. No, go for it. People are getting more up tight about this than they did about his flipping uncle being a flipping pedo and I reckon that's the plan I reckon flipping Prince Andrew's like shit too much flipping too much attention on me what can I do what can I do Harry, let Harry, me leak this shit Harry, let me leak this shit on Harry this, right, yeah. you? You look at what they're doing to me Harry I didn't do anything <laughs> look what it. they're going to do to you <laughs> fucking save me <laughs> little he's, shit he's, yeah yeah he's taking one for the team mate. he's taking going, one for his uncle he's going let me, let me put that ginger twat under the train <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. dear, but um, Andrew's gone up to him and be like, "You owe me one, mate. You owe me one. You got to take this one." Harry's gone. Hold my beer, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> oh dear, there was that. Uh, there was that meme going around, didn't it? Of uh, oh god, what's the woman's name from the beat? Was that that chick? The the Japanese one. Oh Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono. Oh yeah, yeah. deep. And it was like, oh, I broke up the Beatles, and it's got Megan Nixon saying, "Hold my beer." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's clean. That's oh, jokes. Dear. That is but, actually but jokes. Obviously, I don't think you can really blame blame it on Megan at all. Um, and I think obviously you can you can understand the position of like, 
Listen, wherever I go, the press chat shit about me. Yeah. And and it's it's got really fucking annoying now. This is this is the thing though. This is the thing because we're even jumping ahead, right? What is there to like? There's nothing really to blame right now. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing's happened. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Even if they decide we're gonna go and do our own thing, like. That's just a family, a couple going, shit, I've been doing this job for however many years. That's a dude going, I've been doing this job for however many years. If I continue, it means this, 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 and this. Meh. Do I want this for my fam- for my kids as well? Nah, you know what? I'm going to change, have a little change of direction. Mm. Like, nothing's actually happened yet. And that's what I mean. Someone's like, oh, Megan this, oh, Harry this, oh, da, da, da. And it's like, here's, here's a real easy long-term solution to it though, yeah? Mm. They just need to wear the same garments every day. You're looking at me like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hear me out, son. Okay. Master okay. plan. Okay. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was like, the biggest guy in tech was never really followed around by the paps. Not that much. Okay. Bill yeah. Gates. Yeah. Another huge name in tech. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fucking Warren Buffett. Yeah, yeah? true, yeah. Billion- billionaire, yeah? Multi-billionaire. Yeah. Man still lives in the same yard. Doesn't get harassed by... Doesn't even get burgled, bruv. Yeah. Right? I'll, if I knew where Warren Buffett lived, bro, I'll be like, right, boys. <laughs> We're going to take this motherfucker hostage until he gives us account numbers and sort codes. Right? My man drives to the same, like, old beat-up Volvo. Right? No one cares about these people. Yeah. Even though they're a massive influence. Yeah. In, in, our, in our culture. Right? Fair enough. These guys are and all American. But, it, like, even the, the influence that right. they have around the world. and. Right. Uh, lawmaker all sorts and why do they get no attention because every picture of them clothes. looks the same you can't <laughs> oh, tell yeah, what day yeah, you yeah, took yeah, that yeah. photo on because they're always wearing the same shit hey. so there's nothing of like if you're wearing the same shirt every day people would be like okay when was that photo actually taken though you don't okay. know if it was taken now or six months ago Sure. Yeah. therefore you lose re- like that, that picture loses its relevance just because you can't really put context on when it was taken yeah that's true so the yeah. same shit every day that's power play bruv this is for thinking bruv I'm a fucking genius up in here that's a good plan <laughs> quick man do you know do you know do you know, um, do you know uh, Steve Jobs black famous black um, polo necks that he used to wear yeah yeah do you know their Izumiyaki and like each one was like hundreds of pounds but like you said it just looks like a standard yeah black standard black polo but it's comfy yeah and oh do you know what in the middle of all this, give you a little top tip. I showed you today, yeah. Obviously, got me. I went to Ralph Lauren again today, yeah. Got me a nice pair of trainers. It's all good. I spent less than thirty pound on my Ralph Lauren trainers, bro. This is it. I went outlet like a real G, okay? Because <laughs> let's be honest, when you're fifteen, if you got some trainers cost one hundred and fifty pound, the first thing you tell people is, "Look at my trainers, bro. One hundred fifty pound." Yeah. Yeah. Like you're bragging about it, like you got too much money, yeah. like a real idiot. Nowadays, you'd be like, look at these trainers, bruv. Yeah, it's so true. TK Maxx, <laughs> 12 pounds, because they had only one lace for the pair, but I had another lace at home winning, yeah? So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm walking around Mr. Village like, why don't I always wear designer garments and look rich? It's cheaper than buying Nike. Yeah, yeah, it's true. At least I could go to Nike Town, get a set of joggers like 45 pounds. Yeah. I can I can go into Prada during the sales get get nice Prada joggers for like forty five pounds. Yeah, it's true. I'm like shit. I'm just gonna go shopping every year. January sales throw back to last episode and just just go in them outlets and just rinse it out. That's it. That's what I do, mate. I, I buy my shit um, when I go to America. I go to the outlets in America. That's generally when I buy my, my apart from um, obviously um, multicolored tops that are gifted to me. 
I think that top was made by like um like a twelve year old kid who's got a dependency <laughs> on crack. And like I think your missus probably gave him a little bit of crack in exchange for the top. Designing something. Just saying it looks like it was made by a crack edit. I'm just saying. Anyway, so yeah that that's my master plan for Harry and Meghan. Sounds legit. And I think I think we're we're pretty much fucking bury the, the Royals right there, just leave it be. Okay. The only other thing obviously that uh I was gonna Oscars. mention Oscars. Yeah, there's Oscars. There's yeah. Oscars. It's a crazy <sighs> one. It's a crazy one. It feels one. like every time the Oscars come around, and the Golden days, Globe as well. We, Golden Globes. Any the same of these issue. fucking like old established uh, award ceremonies come out, I feel like for the last five or six years, it's it's always been the same thing. Oh, there's too many white male actors getting all these awards. Let's be honest, yeah. Whites are the superior. <laughs> I can't say it. Fuck. I was trying. I was. I was going to try and say it straight. Just the whites are the superior race. We should all know this. I can't fucking do it, bro. But okay, let's be real though, yeah. All these award ceremonies, yeah. they're organised by the old matey boys in Hollywood, they the are. old producers, whatever. Yeah. And they're all old white men. Yeah. A lot of them not tried to sound too conspiratorial. Mm. A lot of them are all Jewish as well. Yeah. And we know the Jews are racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Don't take a fair. I'm joking, people, okay? Before you try calling me this, that, the other, I swear down, it's just a joke. Chill out. Disclaimer. Anyway, obviously, like... It, this has been going on so fucking long. I swear, who was it? Uh, the Will Smith Jade. Uh, nah, nah. Situation. Before that, bro, okay. I'm talking back in the day. I can't remember if uh, if it was Eddie Murphy or someone like that. Like in the eighties, okay. was cussing about this. <sighs> my this is my take on it, right? Um, so I remember when it all kicked off. When you know, when I was not all kicked off. Like I said, it's been going on for ages. But when it became popular to me shall I say with the whole hashtags you know we hashtag everything now so and there was hashtag Oscar so white or something like that yeah um, some years ago and Jada Pinkett made a big statement saying oh, my my husband Will Smith should have and all of this and there was a big palaver and then the next year there were, it was very diverse and the winners were very diverse my thing even that year was yes I'm obviously for diversity mm. but this is just these are these are very it's not it's very different from like entry into university it's very different from like people getting jobs it's very people from it's very different from like the amount of people working behind the scenes like i can understand we need much more diversity in the panel like creating the 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 um who are making the nominations and things like that but ultimately and I don't mean to like, you know, I'm trying to point the finger at my cousins. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, like, I don't want to hear that the Oscars are not diverse. I just want to see the films that should have been nominated that ain't been. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah, there's 20 white people and no Asian people, for example. Okay, what should those Asian people have been nominated for? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Otherwise, it starts kind of losing value. Like, if 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 obviously it didn't happen but like films take a long time to make right yep so let's say next year for example there could be a whole load of films just because like this new studio um i can't remember that studio that just got opened it's like the largest um film studio in america or something and it's okay. fully black owned and all this but there's parts of it that have newly opened so let's say 
because it's quite new, there's a load of films currently in production. So in, let's say, a year or two, there could be an influx of um, films by a more diverse uh, cast and, and production teams and stuff. Right. But if that isn't the case this year, don't just complain because there's no... The, the, like the, the nominees ain't diverse. Like, show me how... Like, if you want me to get behind it, show me what I'm getting behind. Like, they're white, cool. They're all, like... Cool, I get that. But what what has what has I don't know what has Sylvester Sloan been nominated for instead of who? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Am I might. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Like, because this is the same thing I felt before that particular year. There's loads of years. Don't get me wrong. There was loads of these. Like Denzel Washington used to get bumped all the time. Like that was always a thing. And before the internet, I'm telling you, black people are cussing all the time. How's Denzel Washington not nominated? Da, 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 da. Like bare films. Almost all of his films were sick. He finally got it for Training Day. Which um, is which is a bit shit considering. Yeah, it is. Like, and that's what a lot of people said. Like he was it was almost like he was owed it, but it definitely was far from his best performance. It was a good performance, but far yeah. from no one considered it his best. Yeah. And um but that's what he won it for. So so it's something we've been complaining, like you said, it's been going on for ages. Well, but I just I just to add to that. I just done a quick check because although I'm sure I remember, um, I think it was Eddie Murphy making a comment about racism at, at an Oscar yeah, back yeah. in the eighties. I just had a look. Uh, when was it? Nineteen seventy three, I think it was. Uh, sixties in the sixties, Brando. So in nineteen seventy three, Marlon Brando asked Apache activist Sashin Littlefeather. That's not a that's not a typical Apache name. Uh, to accept his um, Best Actor Oscar for The Godfather, but Hollywood didn't want to hear their message about racism. And I remember, I, I remember hearing about this before. Mm. It was just about obviously them stealing land from the Apaches and stuff like that. Right. And but this was nineteen seventy three, bro. Yeah. Where Marlon Brando was like, "Nah, this shit's racist. Yeah. Got to deal with it." Yeah. Now I know Marlon Brando wasn't racist. Yeah. Or homophobic, because <laughs> he was getting fucked by Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So there you go, right? Marlon Brando was diverse as hell, <laughs> yeah. right? And he had the right message. Yeah. If no one knows about that. But I'm not saying that's it. what I'm saying. I'm not saying there aren't issues. I think that there there clearly are, but I just feel it will be better served by presenting a comparison yeah. of because to tell the truth, and this is my problem. Like there has been some years where I've been like, how the heck is that not nominated? Mm. But there's also other years when I've been like. I can't even like what what films came out that I would think I watched loads of films like there's certain films like Oscar worthy and there's other films I'm just like mm -hmm. like I can watch it it's great action it could be loads of good things but I'm not thinking Oscar worthy mm. so again this is one of those years like where I'm thinking what should have won what should be nominated because yeah. I don't know all I'm hearing is oh it's not very diverse cool I'm with you at the moment so now show me what should have been nominated instead? And that's what I'm not seeing. Yeah. And I can't think off the, off the top of my head. Bro, just just like, name three decent Denzel films that should have got it without, got an Oscar earlier. Okay. Without him So I'd say, Dick. off the top of my head, um, Malcolm X, yep. Hurricane. Yeah. Glory, I think he might have got a supporting actor or a supporting actor nomination, but I'm going to throw Glory in there. Okay. He wouldn't have got a lead anyway because he wasn't the lead. Okay. Um, that's just off the top of my head without even thinking. Yeah, you can, bro. And how easy is that? Yeah. And there's so many. Yeah. Bro, have you seen John Q? Uh, I think so. He takes a he takes a hospital like he takes people 
hostage in a hospital, but he's a good guy. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Sick film, bro. Yeah. Sick film. Mm. Yeah. His acting in that was on point. Man on fire. Although I think that's post. Mm. That I think that was after Maybe. Training Day. Bone Collector. Yeah. Yeah. Sick fucking film, yeah, bro. Yeah. He was amazing in that. Mm. Like, there's so many films where you could even. Even like with DiCaprio. Yeah, right? same, same. Do you yeah. ever see uh, Basketball Diaries? Yeah. My man was a teenager. He's another one again. Killing yeah. the game. When he won, I think it was another one of those ones like they owed it to him. Bro. Yeah, I think they owed it to him. They knew they can't keep not, they can't keep allowing him to be nominated and not yeah. giving it to him. You couldn't, you couldn't give that man an Oscar for Inception. Yeah. You could not give that man an, an Oscar for Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Instead you went, all right, all right, all right, Reverend, we'll do it. Yeah. Like that, that movie was so overhyped. It was unbelievable. I haven't even watched it yet. Bro, don't waste your life. It's Bro, not. It's, it's one of those based ones on that, a true story. Yeah. Like, 3% of it is based on a true story. The rest of it is just made up bullshit. But again, it's one of those ones, sometimes I think they do that and then they like it's, they owe it, but then it kind of devalues it because you know that weren't necessarily the best performance or his best performance. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, don't get me wrong. As I said, I'm all for um, the, the, the diversity of it all, but I just like the whole message. I don't just want to protest for the sake of it do you know what I mean I feel like that's how some of the hashtags are becoming it's like what's missed out I want to get behind that film I want to I want to I want to I don't want to write Oscars so white I want to write watch this film by this person do you see what I mean I want to help promote that film so okay they might have not given you the nod but the people recognise and the people are sharing and your film's going to get good revenue and rah 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 and that's rather than just say oh they didn't do this you know but anyway that's just my thoughts my two pennies alright so this year obviously it's just going to be a you know oh this should happen this should happen mm. what do you reckon do you think like people should be like prepping now for next year by just going like literally just going listen obviously the, the Oscars have happened now these movies are all right and just every time a movie with uh, a decent actor with a decent performance but I hate to use that fucking term innit person of colour yeah like, yeah it's a fucking shit term, bro. Yeah. It's like... In all fairness, look. Let's just say non-honkies, yeah? <laughs> so any non-honky has a sick performance. Yeah. We should just, like, be putting out online, like, hashtag, give this person a fucking Oscar. I do, I think, I think, better, I think it's better to, like, be more positive and, and do that. There's, like, a constant awareness and the people are going to be seeing, the people making the decisions are going to be seeing that. Let me ask you a question, though. What, what f We've seen films throughout the year. What's the Oscar film this year? Just not from the look at nominations, from what you've seen, what would you say is the is the film that's gonna gonna have the attention at the Oscars? I'm trying to think, bruv. I've not had a I've not had a great year for watching movies. So for me there was one. Go on. Joker. That's fair. That was the main film I thought is gonna is gonna pick up a lot of uh yeah. Oscar attention. Yeah, it's it was a bit of a controversial movie, but it's a fucking good one. Obviously, the, the Irishman got a lot of attention. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I haven't watched, I haven't it. watched it yet. But again, lie. it's Martin Scorsese, so I expected it to. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I expected it to. And, and then obviously, I heard the stuff around it. The lineup Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese. Like, there's not a lot less you expect, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's obviously, like, there's a lot of you had the the Marvel films and stuff come out. Yeah. The Star Wars movie came out. Um, I still haven't seen Star Wars. Neither have I. It's the first. To. The first one I haven't seen. I think it's still out in the cinemas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
yeah, there, there's been a couple of movies. The other one that I've I've watched, uh, which was actually it was a good film, but mm, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, no, I didn't watch that. Which obviously that's that's the got uh, Margaret Robbie, uh, Leonardo D- DiCaprio, DiCaprio right, yeah. Which you know, all these standard standard white, yeah, white 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 actors, you know, these fucking evil white actors. Are they getting work? Motherfuckers! How dare they be talented? <laughs> Not gonna lie, I do wonder how Kirsten, what's her name, Kirsten, Kristen, no? or yeah, yeah. whatever, keeps getting work. Yeah, I don't know how she keeps doing it. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, that's um, that was a Quentin Tarantino movie as well. So obviously that's it's gonna be up there. It's gonna be up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bro, it was. I, I watched that movie. It was alright. Oh, Oscar worthy? Mm, not really. There was no, no performance in there that really blew me away. Okay. There, there's an amazing fucking scene. It's really weird watching that film. Is this once upon a time? Yeah. So watching once not to not to go on about it too much, but watching that film. Let's see how long does this film last? What's the running time? Two hours forty minutes. I felt like I spent two hours and ten minutes waiting for the last half an hour. Okay. Right. Because it was like there were moments in it that that. I got a bit of engagement for yeah but when I say I mean probably out of those two hours and ten minutes probably only half an hour of it I was like oh okay okay cool yeah cool. yeah the other hour and 40 minutes whatever it was I was like all right let's let's get on with it yeah I was thinking this is going nowhere then but then the last half an hour it's good it was good it's it's okay. it's pretty much worth it it's it's worth spending nearly fucking three hours of your life just for that last half an hour. And don't if okay. you skip forward to the last half an hour, it loses all its impact. Okay, okay. So yeah, maybe do that. I'll but try and catch that. Going back to the point, right? In fact, actually, I don't. Let me just let me just check the cast. Yeah, there are literally no black actors in this movie. Oh no, there's one. Although his name's Keith Jefferson. Is he actually? Yeah, he's black. There's one. Um, and that's it. There's one black actor, one Asian actor, and the rest are all my cousins. Like literally, one of them is actually my cousin. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so I think the other thing as well, like the Golden Globes. Yeah. They do, don't they do TV as well? To be honest, bruv. And if that's the case, I can understand more uproar than that because there is loads of the like TV. There's a lot of good diverse um, stuff there. But as I said in film, like movies, I can't really pick off the top of my head. And that's, for me, that's just, it's just lacking that. It's like, okay, exp- give me exposure. Give those films that should have been nominated. Give the actors and artists who should have been nominated for such roles. Give them the exposure. Don't just tell me this is this. Also tell me how I can, you know what I mean? But anyway. Yeah, I, do you know what? Um, it does cover TV as well. But uh, Yeah, the Golden Globe, yeah. Do you know what it is, bro? Like... I realised this the other day as well. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I I say things that make it sound like I'm not white when I say like, oh, that's white people shit, right? But <laughs> I feel like these award shows, it's like it's very like white people shit to watch them. Like I don't, f- I keep saying like as well. I need to get rid of that word from my vocabulary unless I'm actually using it for purpose. But however, if <laughs> <laughs> programs such as <laughs> Miss World. Yeah. Right. Strong the world strongman. Yeah. All of these TV award shows and movie award shows. Yeah. And there was one other, but fuck it, I ain't got something about it. But these kind of programs, I feel like it's white people shit to sit down. 
who actually watches the, these things? I can't imagine someone sitting down. Like, how long is the show? Two hours, three hours? Even longer people sometimes, just going, yeah. He was such a good actor in that show. Yeah. Oh my, in that performance was so amazing. Oh yeah. my God, I literally nearly made jizz. <laughs> I think, and I think historically the reason for that is because of the lack of diversity. So, like I said, I grew up with like, how can Denzel not be nominated? How can this is bullshit? You know, this is yeah. nonsense. This is rubbish. Why are you da, 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 <laughs> That's Have true. You advise your daughter to listen or something like. <laughs> no. But this, you know, so I do get the reasons. Like I, I don't have. I read about it. I don't really watch it, and I'll catch viral moments like Ricky Gervais's um, intro and stuff like that. Yeah. But. But that is, that's the legacy of it. That's the legacy of um, it being so, it not being diverse enough is that even now, like there's just not, like people of my age just wouldn't have that sort of interest. People of my age from ethnic background just wouldn't have that much interest in it. Yeah. Um, because we, we've grown up seeing people overlooked in it. And when it, it just made, it's always lacked credibility for us. Do you know what I mean? That's, it's, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, I think to summarise it, fuck the Oscars, right? Yeah, pretty fuck much. Yeah. Right. So the one more thing before we wrap up was uh, Connor's making his comeback this weekend. Yeah. Connor's making his comeback. Which, see, for me, as an actual fan of the UFC, yeah, I'm not all that interested in all honesty. This is what I was gonna say. I feel like it's left him behind now. Yeah. I feel I mean, like it's moved on. There's a lot of stars. There's a lot of new stars who have come about, and there's a lot of. Yeah, but only really Israel Adesanya is like an actual potential decent celebrity that. that will but I don't even. I think. I think breach the UFC bubble. I think Connor was above average in a time massively above average. Yeah, when when there were and he was able to fight a lot of people who were good, but he was better than. Yeah. Every so often, and I think I think I think I think the UFC goes in in stages. I don't know why, like. If you're from early days when everyone was like the Gracies and Ken Shamrock were like top dogs and then they yeah, got yeah. beat up and then you had people like Matt Hughes and then yeah. St. Pierre came along and it's like you have these people, it always seems to be a different, it doesn't happen so much in the heavyweight um, who can just dominate and almost take it to next level. Everyone has to raise their game yeah. to take, to, to, to sort of, um, to sort of, to even keep pace. Mm. And I think Connor done that and I think he dragged the UFC up to another level and I think now what's happened is there's a lot of people whether how they do their promotions how they do everything have had to also up their game yeah. um, in order to compete and I think him him stepping away from it, I'm not saying necessarily his technical ability but I think just where he lifted the whole sport it got me let's say for example I was I just liked Connor yeah or I heard about Connor I heard about this braggadocious dude I started watching a few of his highlight reels and he got me to watching UFC. Yeah. Now I started watching UFC. First, I just watched his couple of fights and I started watching UFC. Now he's been gone for six months for a year, however long it's been, but I've still carried on. He's made me a fan of UFC. So now I've got into it. I'm seeing Stylebend. I'm seeing all these new people. I'm seeing all these other great fighters. And now Connor's, yeah, there's excitement. There will be, but it's to, for me, it's not it's Connor of old. Yeah, like I think, um... I'm, I'm more excited to see who, who like, um, uh, like you said, like, like Stylebender, who, who he's gonna fight next. Yeah, he's supposed like, to fight Yoel Romero next. 
Oh, okay. Paulo Costa's out. And who's the guy who recently beat up Nick Diaz? Who recently beat Nate Diaz? You mean Nate Diaz? Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, like he's another one. Yeah. He's got. He's he's obviously had a lot of losses, but he he's been exciting lately. He's not had a lot of losses that were like credible. Like, yeah, he's he's got losses on his record, but he's on the run now. He, most of them are split decision losses. Oh, okay. okay. So he's like he's close losses. Yeah, like, but he's on a good run now. Like he's yeah. come off some high, a couple of high was, profile he fights. He's done this program, this TV show. I think it was in Mexico, and he had like no internet, no TV, nothing. So he was on his own for time, and he's just he got really fucking depressed, and he was sitting there just thinking about his life, and he was like. All these people I lost to, like, I lost because I was holding back, just like trying to be tactical, trying not to get knocked out, trying not to do this, not to do that. So, like, fuck it, I should have just gone for it. I could have fucking knocked them out. I swear I could have. And since then, he's been knocking everyone out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, much. yeah. He's an exciting fighter as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's wicked in the flipping press conferences. Press conferences. Like, you know, man, I gave him the two piece of the biscuit. That <laughs> yeah. was it. Two pieces of the soda. That's what I mean. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, that, that BMF belt got a lot of like mainstream attention because yeah. The Rock was presenting the yeah, belt and stuff yeah. like that I think the thing with Connor was Ronda Rousey had elevated the UFC at the time mm. because she was an Olympic, an Olympic bronze medalist which ultimately like, you know Americans bro, they love their Olympics yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and she was a woman and it was obviously in this era of like trying to get more equality among genders yeah. uh, among the genders and um, obviously like fighting is one of those areas where it's like I feel like a lot of a lot of feminists don't really give a fuck. But when there's a successful female fighter, they're like, yes. Yeah. You know, look now, look, we can fucking do everything. Yeah. Right? Which is weird because now you've got um, Amanda Nunes, who's an openly gay two-division champion, and yet she's getting no press at all. She gets no press. Wow. She married. You're openly gay married woman. She's, yeah. she's two... Di- she, she beat the fuck out of Chris Cyborg who was undefeated in MMA and like a legend of the sport, yeah. beat her up in less than a minute, bruv. Knocked her out. Wow. Right? Destroyed her. Destroyed yeah. Ronda Rousey. Less than a minute. Knocked yeah. out Holly Holm in the first round. And everyone was like, you know, Holly Holm's a badass. Yeah. Retired Misha Tate. Retired, beat the fuck out Misha Tate in, I think it was less than two minutes. Shit. I mean, check her out. She was, you, see, and that's the thing, you have to check out yeah, Amanda yeah. Nunes. She's a beast, bruv. Yeah. And then, but no one cares and obviously Connor's got this so here's the thing right? Connor apparently claims to have made 50 mil from the Khabib fight wow because mm-hmm. obviously though, you've got to bear in mind he's tied in with promotion for yeah, yeah. Uh, with his whiskey that's right and, that lot. Um, and then obviously he had his his guaranteed pay I think was 5 million or 10 million or something right he's got a guaranteed 5 million for this fight and Cerrone's got a guaranteed 2 million but go, let's, let's just look at the, the actual fight Cowboy Cerrone has got a lot of records in the UFC. I think he's got the most wins. He's got the most knockouts via kicks. He's oh, let me just double check. He's got a ton of them, man. I was, I was just checking on his Instagram the other day. Um, oh, fuck's sake. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Load up. Right. So his titles are twenty-three wins, sixteen finishes, eighteen post-fight bonuses. He's got twenty knockdowns and seventy knockouts via kicks. That's a that's a decent record, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Cowboy is a crazy son of a bitch. I, I love this guy. I love to watch him fight. He's got a cool style. He can do pretty much everything. Um, but in those high, high moments, like he's had a couple of title shots and, I th- and he's pretty much got his ass kicked in every single one of them. 
Surrounding. Yeah, man. It's, and it's disappointing as well because I want him to win a title so yeah. bad. He's, bro, he's fought twice in a month. Shit. That's how crazy he is. Okay. He does not care. Um, so, so yeah, my, my thing with him is that he's he's a great kickboxer. His jiu-jitsu is sick. Yeah. Right? He, he, he'll, he'll try and chuck the shit out of you, no problem. He's good off his back. He's got great jiu-jitsu off his back. And I know, obviously, uh, Connor trains with Dylan Dennis, who's a decent jiu-jitsu practitioner. I don't get why people say he's, like, world-class, because he he's lost to, like, all the decent guys in jiu-jitsu. Okay. Uh, obviously, I, I follow it. So um, people like uh, Gordon Ryan and Keenan Cornelius, like these guys, those of you out there listening who are interested in UFC or MMA, you know, these guys are, like, legit top-of-the-food-chain guys. Dylan's lost to them all. Right. Um, for MMA, Dylan's jiu-jitsu is very, very good. Very high level. And I'm sure it, it has had a positive impact on Connor's. But Cowboy's been being Cowboy for a long time. I don't I don't see Connor ever submitting Cowboy in any format. Okay. So then we've got to look at striking. Now, Cowboy is probably a better overall kickboxer than Connor. But in terms of striking technique... Connor is levels above. Okay. And the thing Cowboy lacks big time is head movement. Cowboy will stand and just get hit. And he's like, fuck it, I'm still going. Let's just go. Yeah. Right? Um, and as a result, unfortunately, Cowboy's been, he's been sparked a couple times. Like, um, D- Darren Till, UK fighter. Yeah. Huge 170 pound fighter. Like, he, he barely made 170 every, in fact, I think when he fought Cowboy, he was like, four or five pounds overweight on the day on the way in and then on the day of the fight he's weighing like 200 pounds so he's hugely bigger yeah, yeah. he beat the shit out of Cowboy and Cowboy was like I haven't watched any tape on this guy I just heard he likes to stand and bang so you know that sounds fun I'll do that <laughs> he's like bruv that is not a strategy uh, so yeah I think uh, in terms of striking ability Connor is Levels above in terms of technique, but in terms of overall skill set, Cowboy's there. Do I think Cowboy can beat Connor? No, but okay. only, but only like I, I don't see Connor just beating the shit. This out is of him. Con- this is Connor's heavier weight, isn't it? It's one seventy, yeah. So Connor's only, Connor's got two fights at one seventy, both against Nate Diaz, a loss and a very close win. Why? Right, okay. Now the the reason why it's a close win is because the scoring system, even though it wasn't he wasn't wasn't one, wasn't he light a lot lighter. So wasn't one of them supposed to be? I uh, can't remember. Maybe I'm getting something. So he's up. obviously he's fought Nate twice. Yeah. The, he struggles to fight at one seventy. If I'm on like being realistic, uh, even what like, was his previous weight? Was it one fifty five? One forty five was where he first won his title. And then he got the second belt at 155. At 155. And right. then he's like, fuck it, I'll go up to 170. Why? Right. But he's not a natural 170. He's like my size. Yeah. Now, I'm, I don't know. Let me just, let me just ask Siri one second. Hey, Siri, convert 74 kilos into pounds. 74 kilograms is 163.14 pounds. Right. So I'm, I'm 74, 75 right now. Yeah. And that's 163, yeah? 163 pounds. Yeah. So that's my walking around weight, and Connor's the same height as me. Yeah. So I can't see, and you got to bear in mind, most of the guys that are fighting 170, they are cutting down to yeah, get to 170. Yeah. So like Nate Diaz is like 6'1 or something. Mm. He's bigger than Connor naturally, right? So he can, he can fight at 170. He's probably walking around at 180 and does a small cut to get to 170. 
Whereas Connor's like not doing anything to get to 170. So he's at a natural disadvantage against most 170 fighters because yeah, they're yeah. just naturally bigger than him. Okay. Cowboy has fought at 170 a couple of times and looked good a couple of times. But again, he's he's not really a one proper full-size 170 fighter, which is probably why Connor's chose him because he's like, look, there, there's a long-term strategy in, in his planning and that's the... So is Cerrone a low, lower weight at 155? So Cerrone's right, currently yeah, yeah. fighting at 155 but right. he's done 155 and 170. Right. <clears throat> Connor's plan is that he thinks someone's going to pull out of the upcoming 155 title fight of Khabib versus Tony Ferguson because that fight I think they've tried to make it four times. This okay. is the fifth attempt I think. And just someone keeps getting injured or pulling out. Yeah. Um, the last time uh, Tony Ferguson actually tripped on wires in a studio, like doing press and like fucked up his ankle, rolled his oh, ankle shit. real bad uh, or popped his knee, I think. Yeah, I think he popped his knee out, like completely mm. tore his meniscus or something. And then the time before that, Khabib got rushed to hospital because he couldn't make weight. And the time before that, Khabib also couldn't make weight. And then the time before that, someone got injured. And it's uh, like, it's just that fight that's, that everyone wants to see yeah, but yeah. it's never going to happen yeah. it, it may fingers crossed it happens because that would be a sick fight to see um, but Connor's like that fight ain't going to happen God does not want that fight to happen and I'm going to step in at the last minute and the reason the reason why he's quite confident even though on paper he's got no reason to be Khabib mm. in theory kicked the shit out of him is that in reality Khabib actually didn't really kick the shit out of him yeah when you watch the fight back, take all the emotion, all the hype out of it. The first round, Khabib eventually, I think, got a, a takedown on Conor, like very, very late in the round, and didn't really do anything with it. Couldn't really do anything yeah. with it. Conor did a good job of timing him up. Cool. Second round uh, was, I think, where Khabib dropped him with the jab. Yeah, it was. Okay. So Khabib landed that jab. It was a clean jab, like nice call, cool, dropped Conor. Conor was not like... It was, it was just one of those, like, Connor was in the zone of, I'm um, defending takedowns right yeah. now, not, yeah. not striking. And he got caught in that moment. But it wasn't the kind of strike that was ever going to, like, knock anyone out. Yeah. It was just, oh, shit, I wasn't paying attention. I checked him. And, and Connor lost that round. Yeah, he got, he got ground and pounded in the, like, up against the cage. Khabib was on top of him, raining down bombs. But when you watch the video back, of all those punches Khabib threw... Yeah. Hardly any of them land clean. Okay. The ones that land, there's a couple of them land clean. Most yeah. of them are like glancing blows. Yeah. And when you watch Connor get up after it, he's fine. Most other guys, like um, Michael Johnson, for example, uh, Edson Barbosa, when Khabib got on top of them and beat the fuck out of them, they got up and they looked like their soul had left their body. They were like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. I might have to carry on doing it. Like, I don't... Edson Barbosa did like three rounds against Khabib, spending like 80% of it on his back getting the shit kicked out of him. You know, um, Michael Johnson, this was a famous one because Michael Johnson was going, you'll need to tap. You know, I, I need I need title shot. You know I deserve this. And he was saying it while he was hitting him. Um, and then in the third round, Conor actually won the third round. Yeah. First time, I think ever in Khabib's career, someone's won a round against him in a UFC fight. Sure. And then in the next round... Connor made a mistake, got caught, and so tapped, out, yeah. tapped, fine. Yeah. Right? Don't get me wrong, I'm not taking anything away from Khabib's victory, right? Yeah. Khabib is obviously undefeated for a fucking reason. He's very good, right? 
Is his game one-dimensional? Yes. If you can stop the takedowns, can you beat him? Yes. He's beatable. Everyone's fucking beatable. It just yeah. depends on when. Yeah. Question is... GSP, he's the man to do it. Water. GSP wants to fight him as well. And I think Khabib would probably prefer to fight GSP. I think he's like, fuck it, I beat Connor. I don't care about him. Yeah. I'm, I'm not interested in the money. I want my legacy. Yeah. Because you've got to bear in mind, Khabib still lives with his parents. Oh, shit. In Dagestan. Him, his wife, kid... They're good. Living in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, they're good. Right? Yeah, they don't need money. Like, his dad is friends with, like, the leader of the Chechen army or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, some real dodgy, high-level dodgy shit. You know, his manager, I've mentioned before, Ali Abdelaziz. Yeah. Was a former fucking terrorist, right? Oh, Turned shit. snitch. <laughs> right? He actually snitched the FBI on a unit that he was, like, he was part of a fucking terrorist cell or something shit. in New York. And then he was going to get caught. I think like he knew they were onto him or something and then he turned himself in and said look I'll, I'll snitch for you whatever and they were like alright cool 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 so, now everyone knows snitches begin snitches eventually yeah. right but fine is what it is so that's that's that I mean obviously I'm not going to be watching the fight live because it's probably not going to start until about 5am because the, the main card starts at 3am mm. UK time which normally means it's going to start fire. Oh, if it was going to be a more reasonable time, I was going to say, I know this guy who's got a good VPN. Oh, yeah. And a Cody. Oh. And he gets that shit for free now, man. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Maybe you could chat to that guy for me. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to chat to him, yeah. Yeah, but I think, because um, I'm at a tournament this weekend, I, I won't be up that early, but yeah. if I do get up early enough to, to just watch the fight, the fight will probably only be in the first two or three rounds. I don't see it being a five round. Like, I don't see them going the full five rounds. Either, either Colin will get caught or Cowboy will get caught yeah um, so yeah that I think that'll be it I think a cool. couple of rounds and, and it'll, it'll be done anyway that's me man I'm, I'm that's me that's me definite so should we do our we do our throwbacks let's do our throwbacks I'm ready okay okay so my throwback now my throwback song today keeping it UK is going to be Flyby by Sparks and Kai remember that one yeah 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 that was sick um, and my throwback movie mentioned it earlier is going to be Glory um, starring Denzel Washington Morgan Freeman um, Matthew Broderick and it's about I think it's based on the true story it's about the first black regiment in the US Army okay. um, spoiler alert they get fucked up at the end no joke <laughs> you gotta watch it great film amazing amazing um performance by Denzel Washington in that film okay um, yeah so I'd highly recommend that do you know what? I was going to say The Bone Collector right and then when you said like great performers uh, Denzel, I thought do you know what? let me go find another Denzel one mm. somewhere he does it remember the Titans bro yeah remember yeah the Titans. yeah shout out Claire on that one so favorite, one of her favourite films I might have to go home now and put that on yeah that is a good good film that's a sick film my throwback is a proper throwback, bruv. I think this song came out in like, in fact, let me just double check. Let me just double check. Hold on. I'm going to get beaten up. Why? I just realised my phone's dead. Yeah. I'm going to get home, wake up the missus. Because she's got my key. Nah. Yeah, so I'm going to have to bang the door down. All right, this song, 1961, it was released. You can charge your phone on my car. I've got 12. Cool. It's called Run Around Sue. Okay. Right. Don't know this song, right? Not top But my when head. I press play on it, and the and the it and it drops, you go, oh, I know this. I've heard this song, right? So I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. Here's my story. It's sad but true. 
threw your lot under this somewhere. She took my love and ran around with every single guy in town. Right, I've got to pause it there. Okay. He's talking about a skit. That's <laughs> all I was just listening to thinking, man, move on. Right? Here's the thing, yeah? This was... This is 1961, right? Them holes... Man's been talking about skits since <laughs> 1961. Anyway, here's a beat he's about to drop. Ready? Everyone knows oh, this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Everyone and here's why I'm throwing it back to this song. I was I was in Slough on the train estate the other day and I heard this drop and I looked over and it was a Ute. Okay. Little, like early twenties yeah. in a in an A class mug that he'd like modded to try and look like A forty five or something. And he was banging his tune. I was like, mate, I know that tune. Yeah. And I had to go I had to go iTunes, press play, and I and I played that song one time. It says the, the drop sick, so I had to give it, it is, that. It is. So that is called Run Around Sue, and it's by uh, Dion and the Belmonts. But it's actually it was released after they broke up. Just, uh-huh. just saying that mention in Slough. Um, just a quick shout out. There was a little tragedy in Slough today. Gas to a roof blown I don't off. Think anyone was actually just, hurt, well, I'm just I was just going to say that. Hopefully, no one was hurt. Um, it's uh, mad. I don't know out. if you saw the video. And yeah. So it was best in, to everyone involved. Yeah, it was in Slough High Street. Huge huge like sheet metal roof I don't know if it was a roof or it was just panned on the side of the building it came down it took out like the entire pavement middle of the road everything it didn't look like from the video that I saw it luckily it, well hopefully it looked like no one actually got hurt yeah um, early reports said there was no casualties but um, yeah just because the way it fell the, yeah. the, the person that was doing the video they were actually standing on the pavement and it was at a 45 degree angle touching like just past the curb and then leaning on the building so anyone that was unless someone was standing right at the edge right, of the curb yeah, at the time, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't have got hit. Right. And then the rest of it was all in in the street, which is obviously cars. Yeah. A couple of cars I saw saw were, were a bit messed up. But that was it. Okay. So yeah, hopefully everyone stay safe in Slough, man. We know this place is not built that well. So when it gets windy outside, <laughs> you know, put a hat on. <laughs> so a roof might fall on your damn head. Yeah. All right, people. I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we're out. Peace.